Hello and welcome to the Good Footy Energies podcast, the place where if you're calling up a talkback radio station, the first thing you always say is, G'day boys, how are you? Even if the host has already answered that question of how they are from the first couple of callers. Too true. Have to. Very true. Have to. <laughs> Absolute truth. And then it's sort of a bit of a roadblock because they're like, Yeah, yeah. we're going. Right. <laughs> What's up, John? <laughs> yeah, G'day boys, how are you? The old saying, the old roadblock in a funeral car. Yeah. Uh, they say that. They do. They do say that. They do say that. I've actually got a surprise for everyone. I almost forgot about that. All this talk of funeral cars. I got everyone a um, Biscoff Kit Kat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. None for you. None for you, Snake. I'm trying to think. Have got four? I've only got three. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Nah, I left, I left mine in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Super nice. Thank you Roadster. for that. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I also want to let you guys know that this will be my uh, last episode because <laughs> I can't stand the lot of you. <laughs> but so. it make, you know what? That, it makes it easy to take that you brought a Kit Kat. Yeah. <laughs> 0.5 health rating. I um I brought some hot chips to the boys yesterday. I didn't do it on camera, but um yeah, <laughs> still did it. <laughs> it's fine that mine wasn't movie quality. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, Kit Kat there, Skits Ruben. Yeah, you're Skits Lane. You're welcome. Uh, That's with an S, by the way. For those tuning in for the first time, I'm Brad Hollis. With me is Ruben Motes and uh, DJ Clarky Jesus. <laughs> DJ. Uh, it's actually GJ, sorry, Brad. You GJ. Said, you said that a few weeks ago, and I've actually adopted that term. I'm GJ. done with DJ. He's a GJ. I'm taking GJ into GJ. the weekend every weekend. <laughs> well, speaking of our funeral cars, yeah, uh, I was like, and talk back. Maybe that was set up. I'm not sure. Nah. Natural. <laughs> Absolutely natural. We, uh, I rung in to Josh Garlett, friend of the pod. Uh, he had a talk his, in his episode. He's got a podcast. He, they had a talk back segment and I uh, rung up and uh, I rung up and we'll play some of it now. Yeah, let's listen. Play it, man. Full credits, true talk back. Hello, full credit hotline. Who's this? Uh, this is Jason. Jason, where are you from? I'm from Melbourne. Jason, how are you going? Yeah, not bad. I just called up, um, get some advice. I uh, hope the boys are doing well. Uh, I've recently bought a used car and it's, uh, it's actually, it was a couple of months ago, it's actually an old funeral car. Oh, a hearse. Yeah. And so it obviously was used for funerals and, but some of my family and friends, they don't really want to ride in it because they sort of think that's a bit weird and my dad actually thinks that it's a bit disrespectful. Okay, sure. Um, so I just want to get your advice of, you know, well, should I keep the car? Because my girlfriend won't ride in it, which is causing a bit of problems. So I'm trying to get her to look at the positives. Like, you know, if we go on a road trip, you could put some quilts in the back, which is obviously it's extended out. She could lay down while I drive through the night, things like that. Wait, is it, so with a hearse, though, it's just a panel van with windows, right? Yeah, essentially. So it's a bit longer than your standard. Uh, <laughs> Would you have your passengers lie down in the back or um, just on the seats? Oh, that's up to them, really. Uh, I'm happy to. I'm happy if they want to lie down if they've had a long day. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's mm. why I, that's half the reason I bought. I, okay, I'm going to come down pretty hard on this uh, chick. Um, I think you give her an ultimatum. It's yep. either it's either her or the hearse. So you reckon? Put it on the line and say, "Look, this car means a lot to me. Um, you know, if you're not willing to, uh, you know, meet me halfway, mm. then maybe she's not the one." Yeah. Yeah, and you know, because those things could be really hurtful. Thanks, guys. Uh, true talk back. Who's this? Oh, uh, Tilsy. Cool. That was amazing. That was incredible. Yeah, that came out better than I hadn't heard that back up. See, dude, when I was doing that, you couldn't really tell. There's a few times I was quite nervous. I yeah. can tell you were nervous. Yeah, yeah, and not really nervous, nervous, but my body was nervous, and yeah. so I a few times I had I just as I got to the end of the sentence, I actually had to stop, not for comedic effect, because I had no air in my yeah, body, right, right. <laughs> and I was like about to go. As I was finished. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah. I'd, I, sounds yeah. like a bit of anxiety, mate. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Thick anxiety <laughs> white. Classic, classic case. <laughs> I thrive on pressure, but um, so yeah, that was that was. I just wanted to. Hey, I just had out. the uh, the Kit Kat by the way while we were um Listening. getting to that. That was out of this world. Right? They are insane. Nice. Uh, I just want to quickly touch up on that that bit that you did, obviously uh, for the talk back um, with Joshy Gallup. Uh, that's actually not a bad idea. Buying a used hearse as like your mm. car. Yep. That is a huge sh- I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, what could that be good for? Going coastal, blankets <laughs> in the back. Quilt, man. Dude, quilt, you dude. Quilt. Actual, oh. You see that all over people living in the van and romanticizing that? Yeah. That could yep. be the way to be different. I've actually recently, there's a guy <laughs> where I park my car. I notice um, he's he's got a couple of quilts in the back. And then I was like, oh, but this guy's just like homeless. Like, <laughs> So that's yeah. one thing to be wary about if you got the hearse. Keep the uh, the old funeral directors advertising on the side, and yep. they actually yep. think you're a funeral yep. guy. Yeah, exactly. Just like knocked off. He's like, he's and then got the coffee. Ian Barry. They freak out every morning when you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dead body in the back. And dude, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I had, you know, and obviously uh, Arrested Development where it's like, you're going to get a couple of harp-ons because yeah. they, got, they got the thing. <laughs> the Korean, it's like, the Korean <laughs> church. Yeah, the Korean church. That's a good one as well. Watch out for bridges and harp-ons. You're gonna get some harpons. Um, it could be like everyone always forms a line behind you, like they're following. They're like, we're not yeah. in the funeral. <laughs> they, got, they got their lights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! All right, let's get in straight into some footy talk. That's it, baby. <laughs> oh, this will be good though. Welcome to Coffee Talk. <laughs> All right, it's uh, got a bit of a run sheet here. We also got uh, Goxie coming on pretty Ooh, shortly. Just man. to talk about uh, he went to the Saints Brisbane game on the weekend. That's that's his game too. That is his game as the Saints man. So we'll just see. Well, I want I want to know what the experience was like. I think he had kicked the footy after the game as well. He also ran into the guy from the uh, viral video a few years ago um, that asked for a bite of the guy's maxi bond. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. So I'm excited to see how he was in the flesh. Oh, so that, that is the collab that no one asked for, but mm. absolutely needed. Well, uh, Port Adelaide played Richmond Thursday night and uh, I have some audio that I wanted to play. Uh, put out put out the feelers if anyone could get me five because I was listening to it on 5AA because uh, as we've talked about before on the podcast, you know, you've got Timmy Geneva, ex-Port captain. Mm. Yeah, I want to talk about this because... It's the, it's the North Korea of broadcasting. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> this is fairly rare because like obviously a few years ago, Eddie Maguire 
brought in. They had that press red for Ed and press it's red. in like a real Collingwood heavy oh, yeah. um, commentary box uh Taking taking it from the American system where they must each commentary box must be like um, quite team based. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, except for that Ed one, I feel like it was like you, when it was clicked. It was like it was a bit not not overdone, but it was like you know very over there. Like oh, you know whatever. But this one, this five double A, which is an Adelaide station for mm-hmm. an Adelaide team, it's like that, but it's a lot more subtle. Yeah, it's not over. It's actually better because it's yeah. like I think the one of them was a was a neutral. The guy I hosting. I think the main thing is they're masquerading as being neutral when really what they've done is just plomp like four port captains in a box yeah. together. <laughs> yep. So it just it oozes out no matter mm. what exactly. Line so you've in got. that track, the tiger so in the natural. cage. Yeah, but I don't think they're even hiding it. Mm. Um, which I know I was like, does W? Because I don't think you could really have that in Victoria because there's so many teams. Whereas yeah. when it's Adelaide, I was wondering if WA have something similar. Well, I, I saw to. I saw a tweet during the week from Tim Gossage, who you might remember, he was the boundary rider. Was he commentating on the five AA with Tim Ginova? Possibly every possibility. I didn't he listen, but um, I know he's based over in Perth, and he put up a tweet during the week saying. Basically, he was he was hoping that the media would lay off West Coast and get more stuck into North Melbourne and Bailey Smith and all the other issues. <laughs> yep. I haven't heard anyone get stuck into West Coast at all. So I think yeah. there's obviously that parochialism <laughs> over there as well. And um, yeah, yep. one on. All right. Uh, so yeah, I want to play. So this is um, Hamish Hartler was actually on the call. Oh, nice. That's my guy. Well. Hammer. And uh, for that game, yeah, Port, that was. For, as a Port fan, uh, the the umpiring wasn't the best in that game, and that Jimmy Ginevere <laughs> knew about it. Um, hey, it's a big surprise that Tim Ginevere wasn't happy with the umpiring. <laughs> um, I felt like Port might have even been on the pipe bridge as well because this game, this is it. You, it's, Ooh, no, I'm just it. Basically, it's, too early because too he's early. playing Richmond. It's an eight point game. We've already had one against Geelong for the eight point game. Yeah. It's like. You really kind of – you could just feel – that's what I'm saying. You could feel mm. that port – you could feel like, okay, we need to win this. Yeah. And it's like we'll, it's like a – it wasn't as dramatic as some games where port have been like out of the flow umpires against us, yada, yada. But it was just more subtly there. And you look at the end when bloody uh, Jonas and Butters hit heads. I mean, that's just symbolically it's right there. Yeah. Anyway, but Tim Ginever, who we, we – I like as a commentator though because he, he, he sort of commentates and he gets up and about. And uh, I got one of Kane Farrell's goal, which I wanted to play. Shout out to Clarky's dad. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, just shout out to my dad. Yeah, he <laughs> he has a program where he can. Oh, don't give away all yeah, the secrets. Probably, probably not that part. It's <laughs> the best part. He can get you. you any, can say, he can get you movies before they're in the cinema. <laughs> so I'll say. Ah, dude, it's electric in here tonight. Shout out to Clarky's dad who got us the audio. Mm-hmm. Bloody magician. Yeah, magician. Uh, ah. So this is yeah. Just play the audio. Good issue there with mm. Western Hospital. Western Hospital injury report. They have to keep an eye on that. We got a 50. We got a 50. Somebody's run past the mark. So, Kane Farrell, just wait. You might get within range, mate. He's coming right up towards the 50 metre arc. Run on, run on. That's a massive So, he comes at the 50. Kane Farrell goes to goal. It's done. It's powerful. It's through the middle. Kane Farrell kicks a brilliant goal. Oh, Within one point. <laughs> yes, they are. That is got to be the Beechwood Homes goal of the day, contender. Well, a couple of things from mine. Contender. A, I don't know what the 50 was for. Nah, didn't see it. <laughs> I've got no idea. I think it was for... Taking it, though. I think it was for running into this bloody protected zone or whatever it is, but I couldn't see oh, a Richmond player. So anyway, regardless of that, the Tigers players must know that Kane Farrell's got one of the, one yes. of the best kicks Bad in the Port Adelaide team. Bad manning up, wasn't it? Bad yeah, manning up. There was no one on the mark the whole time. 
Dude. Um, let's have a look at what the 50 was for. Oh, yeah, we weren't over the mark. Ralph right. Smith. Oh, it's Ralph no, Smith no, just no, wandering past. Ralph Smith. Yeah. Again, uh, not, not going to influence a play whatsoever. Just before we say anything, can I just say, shout out Hammer Hartlett. Mm. Keep that guy on 5AA, 100%. That's hilarious. Might be getting him on here at some point. Oh, there we go. I was going to swear, but I didn't. I want to get him on and talk about commentary. Because, uh, well, we did a little watch along for the Queen's birthday game. Yep. Yes, that we did. That we did. And in fact, I'm wearing the exact same clothes I did yesterday. That's how real I'm keeping it. Was, it was uh, MND round in that. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, we might get. Might get Hartlett in for a watch along one day. That'd off. be kind of cool. But I want to tell him about because I made up. Uh, we're talking about twenty four hour bakery off air yesterday, and I um, that we were Nutella Hearts. I made up a little. I haven't. Just, I haven't uh, flushed it out yet. But you know how like uh, Dennis Committee always has like yeah, he sink the slipper or he's, oh, yeah. he's sent him, he comes up with those quips. Yeah, yeah. Everyone got on. The, it's like a Melbourne tram. Everyone got on. Nothing got paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I I come up one yesterday, and I was like something to do with like say if a player maybe hasn't done much for the game. He's yeah. like getting used. He's like, yeah. oh, he's about as useful as a locksmith at a 24-hour bakery. I think that's in the workshop stage. Yeah. You get it. Because, I like yeah, it. I like 24 it. 24-hour bakery. They never lock in the door. It was never. It's always open. It's never locked, ever. About as useful as a lock on a 24-hour bakery door. Oh. Yep. I see what most did there. He took what you said, made it a little bit better. <laughs> and that's why he's the refiner. <laughs> I said in my tweets I one time. <laughs> one time I did that. That was good. I like that Moses done homework on your tweets. Um, so, yeah, Hamish actually, because of the umpiring, and I remember one umpire uh, gave away a free in the goal square to Richmond and kicked the goal. And then Ham- Hartlett made a comment like, yeah, I remember that umpire. Like, that umpire must not like poor man. Hammer, Hammer never Hammer forgets. forgets. <laughs> Hammer never forgets. And Tim Jim was like, huh? anyway. Um, before we move on to the next game, we missed this thing last week on the run sheet. Mm. Uh, it's about tossing the coin. I'd love to toss the coin one day at any game, really. Um, put this out to the to the world. And I was like, well, I don't know really – how do you do that? Because are they, like, booked up early? You know, usually – I mean, it's usually underprivileged or some sort of charity potentially. Oh, I would say it's either overprivileged or underprivileged. Or underprivileged. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a, true. That's a great call. I was Skits. thinking, what do I have to do to get there? Like, do I have to – you know, sign up to the army reserves. Is that my way in? That, that's 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 the pathway. They'll, they'll pay your way through uni, mate. Yeah. Get paid while you study. Army reserves. Just that's get your foot in the door. Go. You're, oh, you you serve? Yeah. <laughs> did I serve? In the front lines of Marion. Man, did I stutter? Yeah. Of course I. Serve. So I, you know, obviously Anzac Day is your big get there, but you could probably back end of the year slide your foot in the door and go. I'm 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 army reserve. I feel like I, f- I feel like um it's not like it's not just. On Anzac Day, that like someone in the army is tossing the coin. I feel like you see it like in you know in, in late in late August. Mm. You know, right near the end of the at the season, there's random random soldiers up there mm. flipping a flipping a coin. He's <laughs> gonna he's gonna fill your cup up. Sorry, I didn't. I realised that. Can we get, some, Can we get some microphone yeah. to that? That's real ASMR right there. He's gone from but a, that was a plastic a, water bottle a into point. a plastic cup of a similar diameter. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I've gone from Adidas, not a sponsor, to Bunnings Trade. Bunnings kind trade. of a sponsor. Using of the Bunnings Trade. Check. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, war never sleeps, mate. But um, <laughs> The coin certainly does. All right. So look at these games. Yeah, the uh, Essendon Carlton on Friday Ooh. night. That was good. The Essendon 150. And they had uh, a bit of stuff before the game. A bit of carry-on. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, 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 no it was absolute carry-on. I, I love the um, – <laughs> there was one shot of James Hurd 
come he's the part he did because they had him all in different spots of the ground. Mm. James Heard was walking out of the race onto the ground. There was like smoke there, and, and I did see an AFL meme was like had that in one shot, and then Randy Orton oh, doing that face yes. of like. He's coming out. But like, I almost need Jesus to make a video version of him walking out to like music yeah. and then it yeah, cuts yeah, yeah, to yeah. Randy Orton. Yeah. I just need to see that. I don't mm. even need it to be posted. Oh, my. Uh-oh. Randy Orton looks as if he's seen a ghost. What the hell's going on? Oh, my God. The dead has risen. What the hell is going on? I, I feel like I, I can already see it in my mind's eye. I feel like James Hurd is the only one they needed. Like it's just like <laughs> it's just like the unveiling or like he's back. That's true. And then Yeah, that would have been stronger if mm. it's just James Hurd. Only only because I didn't catch any of this. Let me make sure I got this correct. So what, Essendon turned 150, 150 yep. years. Mm. Right. And they still lost yep. to Carlton to on Carlton, a Friday yeah. night. Like, are you actually kidding <laughs> well, me? Yeah. What more does the club need to do? Mm. All right? They are banned. Dude, Essendon banned. Yeah, they're banned. Forget about them. Dylan Shield player, right? Yeah, well, oh. You, oh, you, oh, <laughs> oh, you're playing good now. Oh, man, I'm actually like that sick of them. Your team is good. Put your finger out your ass. Mm. Win some games. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Last quarter was like 24 minutes, I think, because no one kicked a goal because Essendon were coming to come back, but Carlton just had a wall or a steel wall, clearly. And um, that is a quick quarter. Yeah. You had to do some research during the week, or anyone listening, that's probably a better idea. The they could, if they could chuck us in, what is the quickest quarter ever? I reckon someone would have beaten 24. Imagine what a quarter was like 20, 20 minutes, one second. That's like no stoppage. That'd be paradise. Oh, that game is, would be over way quicker. That would be living. Um, and then, yes, on to the Hawthorne Fremantle game. Yeah, so I watched a bit of that. Hawthorne are extremely well coached and definitely playing for Sam Mitchell at the moment. I would like there to be an even split between, like, AFL reporters reporting on positive and negative things. Like, I'd love to hear about how good the vibe is at Hawthorne right now or how good Mm -hmm. it is at We'll get to Collingwood later, but just two clubs that really seem to be playing for their coach at the moment. It'd be really good to have a focus on that and sort of maybe learn what they're doing there yeah. rather than just um, sort of punching down to, to the people that aren't going so well. Great call, Moats. Yep. Yeah, Hawthorne, uh, they're, they probably can't keep it up for the full game, whatever style they're trying to play, because they're playing quite positive. Um, but it's great signs to see uh, where that's actually mm-hmm. when they do start to can round out a whole game because there was some that at some point in like the first half of that game was be- probably better than the second because Hawthorne were able to keep that pressure up for the first half especially and Buckley that was commentating there's a couple times where and I love when this happens and the commentators is kind of like it's a really good game ah, like, yeah, it's yes. a good contest like yes. it's a good contest and you know you're watching like it is a good contest yeah. like it's a solid game this yeah. is what mm. footy is about a rant because you wouldn't necessarily think that on paper mm. but actually Hawthorne have been not too bad. I thought. Year. I thought so. I thought this week, in just in general, I thought there was some great matchups. Everyone was very evenly, I guess, like balanced. Fife and Sicily. Oh, they yeah. going at each other a little bit. Well, Sicily's just classic. I don't mind that. And then like Five got a goal, and Sicily almost stopped. It wasn't his man, but he, yeah. like he almost stopped, it and he could just tell he's like so upset yeah, that Five yeah. just got a goal. Yeah, so that's theater, mate. Um, he is theater. Sicily always um, yeah, box he, office. he gives me real real puck, you know, Midsummer Night's Dream vibes. What's uh the uh J- Jaff from Hawthorne? Yeah, Jaff, your man. He had a good game on the weekend, Brad. You uh, learned something 
pretty interesting about him. Yeah, someone, I don't know where I read it on the weekend, he uh, just played that third uh, video on the thing. He learned English from watching Futurama and The Simpsons growing up. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm like, that's that such a great way to shape your personality. That is, that is, yeah. I couldn't like, think of a better way to learn a language. Yeah, yeah. Coming, coming from overseas Ever. and living in Australia yep. in the late, early early 2000s mm-hmm. and just being a <laughs> Simpsons buff, just barriers broken down yeah. straight away. Dude, yeah. that's funny because um, oh, it's like that tweet from ages ago with like the foreign exchange student and he only knows like one-liners from like uh, <laughs> yeah. from like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I imagine Jeff, he comes over here and he only knows English of like Futurama quotes, but, but that gets him by. Yeah. It gets him by because we all love it. I would have been best friends with him. Like, yeah, yeah, I, all like, I did when I was a kid was quote say? the Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we don't say anything more than I'm that. just imagining, like, in class, like, year, th- you know, year, year five algebra, maybe. And they're like, what do you what do you think? And he's like, hello, Leela. <laughs> you like are a... technically correct. <laughs> the best kind of correct. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That one. Nice. She's built like a steakhouse, but Santa's like a bistro. <laughs> All right, uh, probably get Goxie on the line now. Oh, Goxie shit. The, uh, the Saints game. First we were. You got mail. You got mail. You're listening to the Good Footy Energies podcast. This should make you feel good. Get that good footy feeling. All right, joining us now actually via Zoom is uh, big man Aaron Gox. Goxie. Hey, hey guys! Thanks for having me. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, Goxie. <laughs> Very well, thank you. How's it? How is it up there in Brisbane? Tropical? Oh, it's beautiful this time of year. It's um, almost have to wear a jumper, but not quite. Flex. <laughs> <laughs> Love that weather. Well, Goxie, we got you on. I want to talk about the uh, Saints Lions game because you are first hand. You were up there. Uh, yeah. Obviously, a big Saints man. So, well, I guess just get into it. What was the vibe like up there at the ground? Yeah, well, I'll just talk about my experience personally because it's mm-hmm. it had been a few years actually since I've been to an AFL game. Is that a conscious so, conscious choice or I guess? It's- no, just a few things in life going on. Uh, it's made it a bit difficult, but yeah, yeah. Um, and um, yeah. So so going along again, it was really exciting for me personally. It's it's almost like even though I've been to many games. Over the years, when you don't go for a few years, it's kind of starting again. <laughs> so um, it was exciting, yeah. yeah. And then um, there's a bit of buzz in Brisbane for the Lions. They're up and about too. Well, they have been for a few years now, but, Mate, yeah, I think the a... expectations now, you know. We used to have it a segment because uh, Reese Matheson, uh, Beast Mode, he used to text Leppage before <laughs> the game uh, trying to get him up and about, send him a little text message. Up and about. So uh, no, no surprise the lines are up and about. Yeah, exactly. Um, Goxie, yeah. I, I saw something on your Facebook page, mate. I, I saw that you <laughs> ran into some internet royalty at the game, um, a guy that's <laughs> partial to a KFC uh, snack box. What was that like? Yeah, he contacted me. I'm not. Sp- I'm not sure if I'm supposed to reveal how oh, magic reveal, works. Reveal, reveal. <laughs> yeah. The next one? yeah. The little peak. A little peek behind how the industry works. Oh, mate, we love peeks our... behind the industry. We're seeing how the sausage is made right now, Goxie. <laughs> That's why you're on. I've got a secret as well, but I'll tell that later. Yeah. I, I don't want to piss off anyone on the circuit. I don't know if there's like – you remember that show that you see on telly years ago, like Magician Secret? 
You know when you know when you post a pic with someone, people like to think of the magic. Like, oh, they just <laughs> ran into each yeah. other. But yeah. like, well, mate, we, we were doing it just before you got on, Moats. So the, the gleam yeah. in Moats's eye when he yeah. said, "Goxie just ran into the Maxi Bond guy." It blew my mind. Yeah, I actually want to play the Maxi well, Bond. Um, clip. I'm in suspense about this Maxi Bond thing. This is like I do not know what. This Maxi Bond guy is. Yeah, I think Brad's got what a video is... here, Brad. Let's We're uh, gonna play let's it. Let's play it. Also don't know it. So. Goxie, I gotta ask the question. I gotta ask. Did he have a Maxi Bond on him at the game? <laughs> No, no, I didn't see a Maxi Bond on him. Just um, just to switch gears. Well, a I bit. went to the Maxi Bond factory a few years ago for a <laughs> skit thing, and skits. Um, I think I'm all right now, but I had so many that day that I was a bit Maxi Bond <laughs> out. Um, I I actually had a um Maxi Bond overdose. So, you know? <laughs> no. Um, Goxy, just to switch gears back into some footy, um, what do you yeah. think of the Saints' effort the other night? You would have been reasonably happy with the with the effort on a road game up in Brisbane? Yeah, they did. Um, they were playing pretty well. I was right behind the goals, so I saw, saw some nice Max King action. Mm-hmm. He's a yeah. he's a beauty. Um, and Higgins did a bit of aerial work too. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, his kicking for goal left a bit to be desired, but... <laughs> I was, uh, He's all right. I was yelling like, "You got to get something for that," you know. Like, <laughs> there's like two, you know. Like, I know people hate behinds, but this is my theory. I don't know, but uh, you like you got to get something, don't you? Like you don't <laughs> yeah. like behinds, but yeah. one's better than zero, That's right? True but he had two. Yeah, like two marks in the fifty. I think it was towards the end of the second quarter, and just got we got nothing for it, you know. <laughs> I, and they had Joe Danaher back. I swear, like I know a lot of every fan thinks they're like unlucky or hard done by, but I swear it feels like we always have like a star coming back to the opposition. <laughs> eh? like, yep. Mm. But he was um, and and you got the you got the traditional Danaher show, didn't you? Like you know, mi- missing easy ones and then doing ridiculous <laughs> the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when when he missed the easy one early, I was like, yeah, he's gonna. He's going to do something on the run from serving <laughs> hard or something. So, yeah, when he missed that easy one, everyone in the crowd was uh, – all the Saints fans were, like, cheering, and Goxie's like, just settle down because I can already, yeah. you know, watch You know his, what's coming. Watch yeah. out. He's sensing. Don't let him near the boundary line. Yeah. Well, you know what, like, being at the game, there's all these little things you don't get on telly. Oh, I know, like, some of the channels have their little graphics for the players, but, yep. like, the Lions, when they kicked a goal, they had these – like cute little clips of the players, you know, the, like Danaher one is so funny, like pops his head out from behind the corner. You know how Danaher is, you know. He's just <laughs> this, always popping his head from around the corner. He's yeah, such a Danaher thing to pop your head out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're having a kick, yeah, um, a kick, a kick on the oval after the game as well. Did you get hit in the head with a footy? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't get hit, but it's just constantly – because um, there's so many people, you know, it's just constantly watching from all different directions, like <laughs> for balls coming and people running yeah. into you. And um, Are you the sort of man that runs straight off, down like, to the goals, Goxie, or do you just try and have a kick on the wing? <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't have my own ball, so I was just looking for any loose ball coming to just 
But at the same time, if it's a kid, you don't want to like boot their ball away and be this like, <laughs> you know. And um, but yeah, yeah, there's a few guys out there who, who knew me and that too. So we're like, so yeah, but to sort of uh, play a bit with them and so yeah. <laughs> so what sort of demographic do you target for the ball stealing, Goxie? <laughs> oh, you know, twenty. <laughs> 20 to 40 year old males sort of thing. <laughs> so our podcast demographic that's yeah. great thank you doc yeah you, pretty much let that be a warning if you see me at a game yeah. on, with the kick to kick I'm, I'll be coming for your ball but, a, war- a warning or an invite um, let, let, let's get Aaron let's get Goxie over for yeah, a kick true. yeah that's yeah, a great yeah. shout oh I actually I was surprised I did it actually I wasn't sure if um some grounds do and some don't, I think. Yeah, the, but, ground, um, the groundskeeper at the Gab is notoriously protective of his uh, centre yeah. square as well. So that's um, that might not be something that's that common. I went to the Saints bus. I got there a bit late, so I think most of them are on, just yeah. on the bus already. But um, trying to like just say, say good day to see if any of them knew me. Because I went down to the club there a few years ago, Moorabbin. But are you talking about play, yeah, play, players' bus? Um, are you talking about players' bus or yeah. fans? Players' bus. Yeah, yeah. Because they just oh. walked out onto the street to get on the bus. It, oh, there wow. was, um, just walk up. Well, well, uh, this, there was security there. They put this little um, temporary um, divider up so you couldn't like access them. But but anyway, like, you you could go right up to where they were walking past. Yep. But by the time I got there, yeah, most of them were on. But then Paddy Ryder came out, and um, I, I put my hand out to shake his hand, and um. His right hand must have been sore from the game, so he shakes my, my hand with his left hand. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> you know, it was like it, it's one of those. It's like it's, it was an awkward shake, but it was still pretty cool. It's like, oh, Patty Ryder, you know, like legend of the <laughs> NFL. <that>. I'll <laughs> take that. He's coming with the old left hand, right yeah. hand. I just love the idea of like Goxie sort of just popping his head in the bus. They're like Goxie. Yeah. Game fellas. Brad, before you go on, you said you had a secret at the start of this broadcast. Uh, uh, yeah, just those shows like, uh, you know, like you see on TV, like How You're Paying Attention or any of those. Um, yeah. Uh, Andy Lee hosts one as well. And I always used to think uh, seeing like comedians go on and they'd, they'd always answer really quickly of all these like funny quips. And I'm, go- I'm sitting there going, I wouldn't, how are you, sp- I would- on the spot, like mm. they're coming up with this gold. I'm like, I could maybe somehow do it, but probably not. But then I found out the inside secret is they get sent all the questions like the day or night before. So yeah, they, right. they get to prepare and write their jokes yeah. and then they come out firing. I mean, it's sure there's a little bit of improv and, and whatever you, you call it, but they're way more prepared than uh, just Andy Lee says something and you've got to think of something really funny. You thought of it the night before. That's, that's and com- they've got the yeah. edit as well. Yeah, as- and they've got the edit. I mean, there's still skill involved, but it's not. No, as, yeah, it's yeah, not I'm trying to find no no Where's the skill? Yeah. No skill you've got to still write the joke. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Get Moats to do that. Have you ever been on one of those shows like that, Goxie? No, I haven't, but I have heard a little bit about, yeah, what goes on. <laughs> Uh, When you think about it, it's not even really, it's kind of obvious. It's not really, and it's not even, yeah, funny anymore once you know that they've had a day to prepare it. (laughs) I know. And like, how is this your secret, Brad? How did that? Uh, You got this information. You you got this secret from the same guy that linked up Goxie and the Maxibon guy. Isn't that right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, same manager as Goxie. Well, well, do you think that, um, you know, the famous Brett Kirk thing that a lot of people love? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, like oh, I'm really intrigued by that. I reckon you could, you know, they could, they could be like a Netflix doco about yes. like 
you know, you could have like sort of like the Michael Jordan last dance, but mm. it could be all these people like, you know, different <laughs> angles where they're sitting in a mansion, like talking about the lead in and because it'd be like all these people would have had to green light it or something, yep. you know? Yeah, well, our friend Josh Garlip, uh, who has a podcast as well, he sort of did a little bit of that digging and, yeah, it had to be green lit. And, um, yeah, the producers, yeah, they ticked it off. They ticked it they off. They sent him out there and they and it wasn't live. No. It wasn't no. live. wasn't. Yeah, just on that also, um, I was wondering, with the, with the you know, the, I had the COVID and they had to have the fake crowd noises because there wasn't any crowds, obviously. Mm. I have a sneaky feeling this may be completely wrong. I'm wondering if they're sneakily no. still using them. Still <laughs> using the fake crowd noise? Just, just, to, just to boot it up oh. a little bit. I, that's my question. I'm going, are you, are you fucking with me? That's actually, right. that's they a great be. shout. That's... Goxie, Goxie, what do you think about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> the numbers aren't too bad. I don't think they need to do it really. I, I, I just want someone to look like, into it. Fox footy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Just a light probe. I'm not even just a light. Yeah. Next time we speak to you, Goxie, we'll have an answer <laughs> for you, mate. Yeah, I know. This is this is turning it. We're going to be like, yeah, all these revealing secrets. You know, I'm going to have people yeah. after us. Conspiratorial I, I, podcast. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna you know probably pass away in a in a tragic like you know hang gliding accident. Yeah, that can be. Yeah, horse horse heads on the bed sort of thing, <laughs> mafia. <laughs> I like how the North GWS game, they were all like, oh, it's going to be the lowest crowd ever. They were bloody reverse psychology yeah. everyone, man. Big jinx, big so jinx. They, they had more to that game than they did to Melbourne. the Melbourne game. Yeah. yeah. What? Melbourne, North Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, Me- sorry. Yeah. Mel- you know what I reckon? You know what might have helped that a bit? It might be a few um, Giants fans from the grand final who, like, never left. Yeah. They just <laughs> decide to live in Melbourne. I like yeah. that. Since 2019, they're still there. Yeah. That was, yeah. that, was, that was the well, same um, year. That was the same year Dusty left his car at the Oval like all summer, right? So <laughs> they maybe camped yeah. out in that. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. those same fans. They you were know, just trying like, to outdo um, him. You know that town Nimbin? Of course. Um, <laughs> Come on, Goxie. Yeah, yeah. Um, the story of that is like they had this festival there years ago, like the seventies or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, a bunch of hippies just went, "Yeah, I'm not leaving. I'm <laughs> That's what. That's what I reckon happened with, like, so, yeah, a big chunk of the crowd for the Giants game is just Giants that okay. never left. I'd like to do that now, Goxie. You just don't leave this podcast and you just, just stay with us for the rest of the existence. Actually, I, yeah, what, exactly. what I'd prefer is to go to a game at the G, uh, specifically with Goxie, and just see how long it, it takes before they kick us out. Like, how long can you stay <laughs> yeah. at yeah. the G for yeah. before you get the boot? I've got the boot once. So yeah. Global. The interesting thing, those little kind of unwritten rules of <laughs> like giving the ball back, right? Because yeah. like some sports, there's um, well, yeah, you never heard anyone talk about it until it came up for the um, Buddy Franklin goal, right? Like, because yep. everyone's the guy tried to keep it or whatever, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm 100% keeping a ball if I ever catch yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Crowd. Oh, my, yeah. my dad once was driving. This is like a saying fell. He was just driving past the ground, and the ball must have gone yeah. over the fence, rolled yeah. pretty much to his car. He stopped, opened the door, picked it up. <laughs> I, I like to think it just rolled straight in. I like to think it rolled straight yeah, in. He opened the door, yeah, yeah, bounced in, and then like just drives away. The yeah, door shuts itself. Bit, but 
But see, those lower levels, they're not as loaded as the AFL. I, I feel too bad. You know? <laughs> like, AFL is like, oh, come That's on. That's true. Ball, you know? nah, beggars can't be choosers, Goxie. You get what's given to you. <laughs> yeah. If it bounces, it, yeah, well, it um, yeah, you got, that's your ball. That's uh, your ball. Destiny. So just before we leave, um, I've written down here, I meant to say Queen's birthday in the run sheet. Queen's birthday, Mason, Mason Cox. Sorry, Big big Coxie. But I accidentally wrote Big Goxie, ah. Queen's birthday. <laughs> so I guess I'll include you in this segment of who would you go down the slide as dressed up as if you went down the uh, – actually, I want to put this open to the panel as well. I chose Howard Moon, Jazz Maverick. Ah, that's a good choice. Uh, who do you go? Um, I'll give you a bit of time to think, Goxie. While we'll go around. Oh, okay. We'll go around the. Uh, uh, I did not prepare anything. You did. You said on the group chat. I said John the Baptist, which John is Baptist. yeah, which well, is the same character I go to every dress up party. As. Yeah, Rubes is gay. He, he basically dresses as Jesus to every fancy dress party. And then when people ask him <laughs> why he's dressed as Jesus, he goes, "Well, I'm not Jesus. I'm John the Baptist, most underrated biblical um, character." Of so all time. I reckon I'd probably go like. Um, Guy from Breaking Bad, like Walter, Walter <laughs> White. Walter White, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty. That's that's pretty good because it's like a little bit inappropriate. Yeah, in the white, but probably not. An, it's like, a little bit methy. Just in like yeah. the yellow, the yellow Jump thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I go the white. Head. Yeah, I go the white. <laughs> I think I'd go down as Jamie Oliver. Oh wow, that's good. <laughs> the naked chef. The naked chef though. Gotta go down naked. Yeah, gotta go down <laughs> naked. Batter up, Goxie. What are you thinking? <laughs> Oh, it's hard to go past The Simpsons, isn't it? Maybe like Homer or Bart or something. <laughs> I'd love to see Goxie as Bart Simpson. Would you go? Would you go full yellow as well, Goxie? Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, four fingers. I'll cut off a finger. You know. I've heard your Marge Simpson, and it's Sorry. really. I've heard your Marge Simpson, yeah. and it's pretty good. Can you can you give us a little whirl of that? Homer. <laughs> Perfect. That was that was bang on. Can we get an applause for Goxie uh, just there? Yeah. <laughs> we can't. We Goxie, can't. But actually, while we still have you, can we get a um? Can we get a stinger from you, please? Can we get a hi? This is yeah. Aaron Goxie Gox. You're yeah. listening to the yeah. Hi, this is Aaron Goxie Gox. You're listening to Good Footy Energies. Yeah. yeah. Stretching on beyond the human imagination. Desolation of the soul. Oh my god! Ice blow, nowhere to go. Ice blow, nowhere to go. Lost in the blinding whiteness of the tundra. Check him out. They call him the true. Arms in short, then with the claw. Yeah, finishing off the round, obviously, uh, GWS North. I like Oi. GWS. The tsunami is back. Mm. Dude. And, like, not even oh, – no. Cog, Cog's off the leash as well. Yep. He's putting – yeah, he's, I mean, caretaker coaches, they usually just come in and free the team up and mm. just do what GWS needed. Oh, it's like having a relief teacher for term four. Oh, yeah. It's like you, your teacher's perfect. Going, going like sailing or something for the last yep. term and you're in like year six. Yep. So like the, yep. there is nothing happening. You ever notice they either go away somewhere on holiday or they get mysteriously very sick? <laughs> like very sick. It's like, oh, teacher's not going to be here for six weeks, guys. Like they're really sick. Well, English teacher gets pregnant, but. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And the other guy was sick. <laughs> 
That's right. He was sick. But um, I just, I also feel that the psychology and the energy around a caretaker, they're because they're way less like attached to the whole outcome and less like way less. Oh, it's a free hit. Yeah. So in Buddhism, uh, someone I think this was from the Crows uh, Mind Camp training on their mm. website. Well, but they came up with this Buddhist theory. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so the guy was summing up Buddhism in one word, and he was like, "It's all about don't cling." So because the Buddha the Buddha says, uh, you know, but he it, wasn't attached to the yeah, to yeah, the yeah. format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's just it's attached says, um, to the mantra. Yeah. 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 So I think there's a classic Buddhism. It's like don't have desire or whatever. But it's like you can't. Get, you don't want to get rid of desire, but you mm. just don't want to cling to it. So you yeah. want to help. You, and that's the caretaker to a T. He, of course he wants to win. He's yeah. making moves. Yeah. He's putting cogs out yeah. there. Mate. But is he clinging like a psycho full-level coach who his whole life is invested? Nope. 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 No. So he's right there smack bang where exactly. you want to be, son. Perfect. It, it's the ideal caretaker situation as well. Yeah. You've got GWS. No one knows where the fuck they train. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you've got – you brought in James Hurd. You brought in Dean Solomon. you got your old Essendon oh, mates. you got your yeah. old crew. AKA the boys the are old guard. Yeah. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be surprised if Lordy was out there teaching him how to kick goals. Like I'd get him. It is just – Absolute free hit. No one knows yeah. where you train. No one's watching you. <laughs> he's and bringing he, in the boys no from his old, his old country team, the Peatling. And oh, he's kicking three goals a game. Guess what? You've got Josh Kelly, Toby Green, and oh, yeah. like 10 oh. other first and round And by the way, did yeah. I mention? You have like <laughs> 20 first oh, round Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> almost forgot <Now> them. <laughs> <laughs> You're only yeah. like three of them. And yeah. you've got like 12. <sighs> That would um, that would be the job, I think. That if you were a, yeah. a coach looking to come in, that'd be top of your shop. Oh, absolutely. I'm Clarko. I'd be teeing. Dude, that up. forget to me, about Clarko. To me, right. or whoever you know. To me, that's the team that could go premiership as quick yep. from a new coach yep. turning around. But I guess the key is because caretakers have done that in the past. Like a lot of people recently got taken on as caretakers, but when they actually got the job, it didn't go as well. You know, David Teague, and it's actually a long list. So it's like I feel like they, the secret's right there. You need to somehow. Keep that same level of not clinging mm. while you're in the job. Now that's hard for a number of reasons. A, this is nature. And E, B, you might have all these like execs and like finance people saying you got to win, blah blah blah. Mm. But you need to turn to them and say, by me letting go of caring, I'm actually probably going to win more. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's you a, try not that a to natural the, the spreadsheets upstairs. <laughs> yeah, mate. it's not a. What's that thing? It's not. It's a counter. It's an intangible, counterintuitive. Yeah. Thing mm. you need to to actually get the really good flow, you actually need to do less, let go, which is not the classic set, how but, it's set up. At the I mean, caretaker coaches. I can only think of off the top of my head. Um, Paul Ruse was a caretaker. I think he went ended up ultimately winning the premiership at Sydney. Neil Craig was one at the Crows. They were pretty good. Sort of oh five oh six era after he took over from Gary Ayres. They were pretty good. They they were good enough to win a premiership, but never did. West couldn't get past West Coast. I can't. Yep. Can, you, can you think of an example of an AFL coach that has been a caretaker that has come out and won a premiership after? Because I I can't. Did you just say Paul Roos did or did Paul Roos did? Yeah, Paul, Paul Roos. Uh, caretaker. Yeah. No, I don't really. It's probably, if there is one, there's someone listening right now screaming it at the at their phone. But I don't think there is. Yeah, because we had like Reece Shaw, North Melbourne had a couple ball blues and. Well, we're just trying to think specific to caretaking. I think of yeah, people that came true. into the job, obviously, like like Chris Scott. Everyone knows came in that first year and won a won a granny, but he had no affiliation to the Cats. Did he like before they picked him? Like he would have no. been. He was. He was somewhere. Well, the else. caretaker was only semi recently that they started like getting because of this flow thing. They all mm. started bloody 
doing well when they took over. And everyone's like, what you keep the caretaker on? <laughs> yeah. But beware <laughs> of the caretaker. I think unless, you, unless you've been touting them, like when you hire them as an assistant or a senior assistant, it's pretty dangerous because basically when you need a new coach, what you're saying is you need a, a freshen up around the whole club. So like unless you're going to fire everyone else other than the caretaker guy. Yep. You sort of need that clean out, get that sugar pill, everyone up and about. Oh, yeah. New coach. Let's oge. Love me yeah, a sugar pill. Yeah, it's interesting how. Yeah, that's oh, Talk about coach. That's what I was thinking. All day. There's all so, day. Many, so many moving parts that it's hard to, you know, you get rid of Leon Cameron, but it's like, well, how much, you know, how will affect, you know, there's so many moving parts. It's really hard to know unless you're really in there, but even then. Mm. But. Also, just determining how who, who is the best coach and who's just got the best list. Because, like, I think at the moment, yep. Mitchell's coaching Hawthorne really well. Mm-hmm. At the start of the year, people were saying uh, their list was, you know, like a bottom three, bottom four list. And yep. they're playing well above that at the moment. I think the same can be said for Craig McRae at Collingwood. He's got them playing really competitive stuff. They played really well on Monday. Um, and, yeah. I mean, their list is – they've got stars on their list. But, I mean, <laughs> there's, you know, a bit of drop away after their sort of best ten. Um, so how do you measure a good coach? I mean, Brad Scott took North Melbourne to two prelims with one of the most average lists I've ever seen over a 10-year period, but got the sack, never won a grand final. Um, so people will say he's a, he's a failure. But then you look at Ross Lyon, he had the you know the best list I think I've ever seen St Kilda the, to not win a premiership. And yep. um, yeah, two grand final losses. But it's just interesting what people's metrics are for, for what a good coach is. I think Moat said it perfect. <laughs> we have no response. <laughs> no, I mean, you said it all. Yeah, the only uh, from the in terms of our Collingwood and Melbourne, uh, Wiedemann was playing because Melbourne's forward line haven't been functioning. We- Wiedemann is playing in the VFL, and they went they went the two Browns, which I didn't mind. You know, they say two Browns don't make a white. Yeah, but I but, knew it was coming. But, but, I, was <laughs> I love that yesterday, but Wiedemann. <laughs> Uh, I just feel like he needs a like the Talladega Nights when um, Ricky Bobby's dad trucks water on him and he's like, "Cops are coming! <laughs> I got a kilo Canadian Bam Bam under the car. What's it gonna be? Time to be a man!" And I need he needs that wake up call to say, mm. slapping the a little bit like um, Marshall from Port got just in the zone a bit more and just started clunking those marks and kicking really straight even on the weekend. He kicked one from thing every time. Doing great like, this year. I mean, it, like there, there's pressure on those spots at Melbourne. You got Ben yeah. Brown, McDonald, him. You can't. You can only play two out of those three. So I think that should. If that's not firing you up, yep. yeah, I'm not sure what can. Uh, then the the only last thing on the the agenda was uh, a dream I had about Jack Ginevan. Oh come on, but tell that, us tell us the dream. Really funny. Tell us the dream. Uh, I was staying at his house, but he was out partying. That makes and so then, much sense. But then I don't, and I accidentally I put all these like old. He bought he'd recently bought this like old vintage Tupperware type dishes, and I'd put them in the dishwasher. Idiot. And and like Idiot. I felt like I'd they got really clean, but I felt like they'd maybe slightly damaged, and maybe I'd taken the vintageness out yeah, of them because I'd cleaned them so of much. Discoloration. I took probably. like the vibe, even though they are supposed to get washed anyway. True. But that was about it. Mo- it's funny you mentioned that because Moats' biggest fear is is Tupperware. Yeah, hundred percent, and especially old Tupperware. <laughs> Like the older, so, the bigger the fear. That would have been a nightmare for me. <laughs> what, what's the, the first part what's, of the dream before it was clean? What's the... Uh, Basically, my thing with Tupperware is it's like that opaque 
um, <laughs> nature of it. You can see through it, but you sort of can't see through it. What else has been in this Tupperware mm. container? Has there been guacamole? Has there oh, been yeah. uh, spaghetti bolognese? Yep. Why you am, I, am I putting a, <laughs> yep. <laughs> am I putting baklava in here after oh, I've yeah. had um, spaghetti bolognese? Am I going to get a mouthful of tomato sauce that I haven't seen mm. and washed out? Disgusting. Ooh. It's when it's so scratched into. Yes. Yeah. And especially when the surface is dry rated. It's so porous. Uh, yeah, yeah it's disgusting. Anyway, I'm keeping it. And that's it for footy talk. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee Talk. Throw out your Tupperware. Always go for wingspan shepherd. I will keep you safe myself. Alright, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for subscribing. Please consider Subscribing or giving it a like or a share or doing something. Just have to think about it. <laughs> Alright, so my tweet this week was Twoosh. This one didn't get many likes. Uh, Can't all get likes, mate. But uh, I liked it. I don't know if I wrote it properly, but. Well, you should have got most to do a little, you yeah. know, a little grammarly, little. So I was, I was, in, the, I was in the truck one Saturday and I said. Um, Using the Maps app to get to my next skip delivery, right? So I use the Maps with my AirPods. I have one AirPod in and Siri goes, turn right onto Rodeo Street and then turn left onto Legend Avenue. <laughs> and it sounded like Siri was giving me some positive banter. Yeah. Like she was just yeah. like, turn right onto Rodeo, turn to Legend Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> like Legend. Legend. Uh, rodeo is uh, underrated in that yeah. combo as well. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. Without yeah. the rodeo, that's nothing. Oh, it yeah. sets yeah. it up. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you your first rodeo? Yeah. You know, take a rodeo over. Yeah, when he brings a legend, like both of those are not real. Like, <laughs> series just, I'm like, what a combo living there in uh, Walkley Heights. <sighs> nice. Shout out. Shout out to Nick Pope. <laughs> hey, double shout out. He does live there. All right. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? No, I just want to say I've had a really good time. I just love yeah. being your company. Another week, another dollar. Yeah, thank you guys. Check out. Uh, also, check out. We did a little video. Uh, we watched the Queen's birthday and that we did last quarter, and we just put a little highlights. It was amazing. It's, about it's actually, Fox. it's actually like, it's funny. I yeah. enjoyed it. Definitely watch that and uh, think about subscribing. Yeah, do uh, something algorithmically, as you guys would always say. See you next week. Ciao.